Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're, and we're two, two dudes, dudes talking talk Disney. Disney. Still can't get it right. You can definitely we, we, we blew that one. You can definitely tell when we're not together with each other. Uh, you're apparently on the planet Hoth. Yes, and you're in Yavin 4. Yes, I am. Hope to get to Yavin 3 at some point. <laughs> so how are you? I'm good now. How are you? I'm doing all right. There's uh, there's a lot going on in the world of Disney these days, isn't there? There is. There's a lot. It's uh, It's been pretty busy. Yeah. What, what do you say we start out on the West Coast? On the West Coast. Something we haven't heard from in a long time. That is true. But there's there's been some movement of late. There is hope. Yeah. Uh, so if you've uh, heard about California, their stay-at-home order was recently lifted. And um, Buena Vista Street and Downtown Disney have reopened for dining and shopping, which is uh, allowed Disney to bring in some money uh, through those properties and, and give everyone a little bit of a Disney feel. So that's Still that's a good thing. Cash, but okay. Exactly. Um, and uh, there was an announcement by Disney Parks, uh, Disneyland President Ken Potrock the other day that they were going to bring about a thousand uh, employees back to work and there would be some type of some type of event and no one really knew what it was. And then people have put two and two together, and it is the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Yes. That they actually, they run theirs in the spring. Florida runs theirs in the, in the, in the fall. Um, so the good news is that a thousand more Disney employees will be going back to work, uh, and they'll be uh, running their Food and Wine Festival again. So that's, that's good news. And is it also the 20th anniversary of it, California Adventure? The twentieth anniversary was on uh, yesterday. It's either the eighth or the ninth. I, I'm not certain, um, but they did just have their twentieth anniversary. And um, and you know the fun thing is, like I think I really think out of all of the Disney parks, you know, Disney California Adventure is the youngest and probably has the most interesting uh, storyline out of all of them. When you say youngest, you mean youngest in the states? Correct, in the states. Yes. Okay. And out of, out of the, yeah. But I would you agree? It probably has the most interesting storyline out of them all. It does because they opened it, they rethemed the entrance, they brought in Cars Land, they reworked the whole pier, the Paradise Pier. Uh, it's it's gone through numerous changes in twenty years. It it, uh, has. it, it really had an identity crisis. It, yeah, and uh, and I think we're finally, you know. Uh, it's finally slowing down, if you will, um, and, and becoming more of what we hoped it would have been when it opened. Right. Well, I, I think one of the facts initially, um, why it had so many issues, is a lot of their rides were off the shelf. Correct. You and, know, and, you know it, it's funny because uh, some say it was the genius of Michael Eisner's plan to use off-the-shelf rides to start the park and then the transformation. Uh, and some say it was dumb because, you know, the, the park did flop. I mean, it, it didn't really, in the beginning, the park did not live up to the hype. You know, it was, right. it was supposed to be, it was supposed to outpace Disneyland. It was supposed to be a busier park. Um, two two words, we, superstar limo. Superstar Limo, one of the worst rides in the history of the Walt Disney Corporation. Um, you know, but I, I hate to say it, you know, they're, 
the problem was the the launch, if you will. Like Tony said, it's uh, it's 20th anniversary. It was a couple of days ago. So when the park initially opened, it was uh, February of 2001. And we all know in September of 2001 with the 9-11 attacks that it, it ground tourism to a halt. And uh, you know, at that time, Disney trying to kick off a lot of new things. California Adventure really kind of got pushed aside. And, and like Tony said, there was Superstar Limo. The entrance was that. You know, it was like it didn't make sense. It was like a pop culture park of California, but in California. Right. And it just didn't make sense. And then, you know, it, it its numbers were not good for uh, attendance and it, it didn't really live up to the hype. And then that's when the retheming came along. But, and, you know, you, you would think who from California wants to go see a park about California. That's kind of the same reasoning that people didn't want to put Pirates of the Caribbean in Florida. Because, you know, it's right there. The Caribbean was right. nothing exotic or unique. And they insisted in putting Pirates of the Caribbean in Florida. And, of course, it succeeded. Right. Um, you know, I, I think the California Adventure, when it opened, it was, it, you know, it did turn the Disneyland Resort into a multi-day uh, destination. Correct. You know, Disneyland Park is very small. Uh, the first time Cheryl and I visited uh, as adults was 20, I'm sorry, 1999. And we had planned two and a half days to do Disneyland. Well, we got done with our first day and we had pretty much done everything. You know, we, we were used to going to, uh, geez, were all four parks open by then? Yes. Uh, you know, we were used to going to four parks in, in Florida. So we figured, well, Disneyland, it's one park. We'll give it two and a half days. One day we did all the rides that were different, all the rides that were unique to California. And we were like, okay, what are we going to do for the next day and a half? Um, but opening California Adventure, you know, now you're doing a couple days in Disneyland, a day or two in California Adventure. You've got the shopping district. It really made Disneyland, you know, a, a smaller version of what Florida is. Now, California Adventure was not the grand idea that was Westcott you know, which was supposed to be their, right. their second California park, um, which was supposed to be on the shore. Uh, and it would have been a whole different experience. But, uh, you know, like Dave mentioned, Michael Eisner, they brought the, this park together and they kind of did it on the cheap. Um, I don't necessarily think it was genius because, you know, when you look at the money that it cost to do the transformation, multiple transformations of that park. Correct. Um, in, in 2001, the year the park opened, Disneyland attracted... 12.3 million visitors. California Adventure, 5 million. To the point right. where park tickets were slashed to $10 to get people to come to the park. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that's that that's not good. When when ha less than half your guests from Disneyland are going over to California Adventure, Correct. that hurts. Um, you know, I, but one of the big benefits of of California, um, you know, the parks are so close together. You know, it's a, it's a, not even a two minute walk across the Esplanade to go right. from a, the a, Disneyland entrance. Field. Yeah. To go from the Disneyland entrance to the California Adventure entrance. Um, you know, I, I've always told everyone, Tone, if you've only been to one park, you cannot fathom the size of the other. Right. You know, if you, if you've never, if you've only been to Disney World and you know the grand size of it, you can you can't fathom the size of Disneyland, and if you've only been to Disneyland, 
where, you know, the two parks are a football field apart. And then in between them is downtown Disney and the hotels are right there. You, you couldn't fathom, you know, why you have to leave, you know, the Polynesians an hour before your, 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 your you know, your food at the Magic Kingdom. Right. So it, it really, it's just the differences of the two parks. And, and like you said, California Adventure was supposed to be part of this big ex, uh, expansion. When it first opened, it was heavily criticized for its lack of, of children's rides, its off-the-shelf rides, and it's just, it, it didn't feel like a Disney park. Uh, mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I know one of the big Imagineers, I was, I was trying to Google it, you know, when the park opened, made a comment about that they, they knew how to build successful theme parks. And with California Adventure, they kind of ventured off that path, and that was the, the result, and they knew it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, well, I I really think that that park came into its own uh, when Cars Land opened up. Correct. Go ahead. And I agree 100% with you. And I think that Cars Land, you know, was a a, a game changer for the industry of theme parks. That Mm -hmm. was really your first immersive uh, land. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I, I was just thinking that uh, you know, Cars Land has been around now for uh, nine years. It opened in 2012. Um, to me, it is probably, I, I might like it a little more than Galaxy's Edge. And, and I'm going to agree with you 100% on that. And, you know, it's what, what I have found with the three most recent lands, uh, that being Cars Land, Pandora, and Galaxy's Edge, even though there's two of them. You know, we'll, we'll count Galaxy's Edge, both of them as one one unit. Um, Imagineering has done a final, uh, a final, a fabulous job with the theming. And they have made all of these lands one thing during the day and a completely different experience in the evening. Correct. Um, so, you know, if, if you if you think you're going to run into Cars Land and check it out first thing in the morning, you need to go back at night when all of the neon is lit up. You know, you need to see Galaxy's Edge in, in, in the nighttime. Correct. And, you know? and Pandora, you know. Right. I do think, though, the lands are getting subsequently, I don't want to use the word cheaper, but because obviously they're not price-wise. But if you look at Cars Land, you know, Cars Land boasts three attractions, uh, several restaurants, several shops where Pandora boasts two attractions, a shop, a restaurant. Right. You know, Galaxy's Edge, two attractions, you know, a quick service, a couple snack places. And, you know, it's got like, I, I feel like with Cars Land, there was a lot to do versus mm-hmm. uh, then Pandora and back to Galaxy's Edge. Right. You know, I, I really feel like Cars Land was the one where they had the, the blank check and they went with it. And, uh, you know, and they, they created Radiator Springs. It, to me, when you look at this immersive land concept and, you know, you take them all into account, taking Galaxy's Edge, taking Pandora, you know, uh, even, you know, I'll dare I'll say it, but uh, you take in, you know, Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Diagon Alley. You know, the reason to me why uh, Pandora, the Wizarding World, Diagon Alley, and what started it was Cars Land were so much more 
successful than Galaxy's Edge was that those are familiar places from the movie. Right. I mean, you really think that you're in Radiator Springs because when you watch Cars, everything's right where it's supposed to be. Right. And, and you know, I, you you say when they created Radiator Springs, I like to think that they recreated it because it is it is so down to the detail of the movie. You know, uh, Pandora. Okay, great. It's awesome. It, it looks just like the movie, but it's nowhere that you've specifically seen Correct. in the movies. Whereas Cars Land, you know Radiator Springs. Right. You you know where Luigi's is. You know, uh, uh, you know, where the Cozy Cone is. You know where Flo's is. You know oh. where the fire station is. You've been there, you know, in you the films. Said, you just said Cozy Cone and all. My favorite food in anything Disney is that cone mac and cheese. Oh my god, my mouth <laughs> waters. It's a it's a it's a bread cone filled with mac and cheese and bacon. And hey, how's your how's your heart doing? It's good. Remember, my problem is electrical, not plumbing. Uh, you know, it it's one of the things that you know in my times in Disneyland, it's a multiple stop. Uh, you know, event for me to go to Cone Queso. All right. Good Good to know. <laughs> we we turned this into a, a, a California adventure show, though. We did. We did. Um, we did. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. You know, we it's can, the little it's the little park that could. We can show the, you know, California adventure some love uh, because they are 20 years old this year. So let's. And they uh, are the 12th most visited theme park in all of the world. Excellent. So it did go, you know, again, like we said, with, with uh, Cars Land being added and the addition of Pixar Pier and now the most anticipated expansion of the park uh, is the Avengers Campus, which is supposed to be opened in July of 2020, correct? Yes, you, you are correct. July of 2020, okay. which was, uh, what, eight months ago? Yeah, which was, you know. It's like throwing a hand grenade into the works, but, uh, you know, Disney. So again, things that confuse the heck out of people. Uh, so Disney owns, you know, Marvel. The problem is Marvel signed deals with universal prior to Disney owning them. So universal owns the rights to theme park attractions in the East coast of the United States, East of the Mississippi river, uh, for Hulk, X-Men, right? Um, what are those? Spider-Man? Spider-Man, uh, Captain most, America. Right, Captain America. So Disney is unable to build attractions in Disney World with those characters. There are some that say that because of that agreement and the characters that Universal and Sony have the rights to is the reason that the Marvel Cinematic Universe unfolded the way it did. So the reason why they went with Iron Man, Ant-Man, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, if you will, some of the, at the time, you know, I don't want to say the, the unknowns, but the less popular, you know, we always knew this, right? The most popular Marvel characters growing up were Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, Captain America, and the X-Men. And then the kind of like the B-Squad for a while was Iron Man, was Guardians, was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I would I would push Guardians down to like a C-level hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and because of that, when Disney had to start making movies, they chose that B team because they could use those, you know, at will uh, 
in in the West Coast and not be copying anything in the East Coast. So, uh, you know, the downside to Avengers Campus was they got rid of it, uh, Bugs Life Landing. So, you know, as we know, Disney times change. Uh, I actually found a couple of really good 1991 VHS tapes of the three parks and watching them with a little bit of nostalgia, especially Hollywood Studios, the backlot tour, you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, all that stuff, you know, is go on to create Star Wars land. Well, there was the Bugs Life land and Bugs Life land was uh, the, the West Coast tough to be a bug, but it also featured, I believe, three small children's rides. Uh, there was a Heimlich ride. There was a, a PT flea butt ride. And then there was a, a merry-go-round, which the uh, merry-go-round was actually repurposed to uh, Pixar Pier as Je- uh, Jesse's merry-go-round. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm very upset I never got to ride Heimlich's choo-choo train. Yeah. So it, it was a – I the only reason why I thought it was a bad idea getting rid of the Bugs Life Land for the Avengers is because the Bugs Life Land was a great – little kid place it was it was very geared towards you know 10 and under Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's gone now so there's no use of crying over a squash bug exactly Uh, and now we're getting the avenger campus and um you know it's going to be neat is we're getting a spider-man ride which means you now have a spider-man ride on each coast the only difference is you got to go to universal to see the one on the east coast Right. And, and I think it's even more interesting when you look at the fact that these Avengers campuses uh, are going to be worldwide in Disney parks. Correct. Uh, there's also a uh, an Avengers campus in Hong Kong. Uh, they have two attractions there. One is an Iron Man attraction, and then they have uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Nano Battle. Um, and then Paris will be getting an Avengers campus as well. Um, and eventually, all of these campuses will be connected virtually. Uh, and I believe within about two to three years, we should be getting an e-ticket ride based on the Avengers Quinjets, um, which uh, which will be phase two of the uh, Avengers campuses. Or is um, it phase three? I don't, I don't do phases. <laughs> it'll, it'll be phase two. <laughs> um, you know, like Dave said, uh, we are getting uh, the Spider-Man, uh, uh, Spider-Man attraction. Uh, we're also getting a uh, Sanctum Sant- uh, Sanctum Santorum with uh, Doctor Strange, uh, which is kind of a stage show, uh, very much in the vein of um, uh, the Jedi training. Uh, we're getting the Pym's Test Kitchen, which is a restaurant. Uh, Hank Pym, of course, being the uh, guy who created the Pym particles to make things shrink and grow. And uh, food will be served with varying sizes. It'll be little buns with big chicken patties. Uh, giant cups, little, you know, all, all sorts of different sized food. Um, and uh, that sounds exciting. Uh, it's also the debut of the uh, Spider-Man Stuntronic Animatron, uh, which if you've seen any of the videos from Disney is the uh, aerial animatronic that is pretty much not connected to anything. It is a, a free-flying robot that swings through the air and does heroic, heroic poses. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna that, be a superhero landing. Superhero landing. That uh, that sounds like it's gonna be amazing. Um, so I'm I'm very excited for uh you know maybe we should budget for the two dudes you know we'll have to look and maybe crunch some numbers but maybe we should go on tour. We, we each of the Avenger campuses. We could do that. I'm just gonna have to clear it with my wife first. Yes, both of us will. Don't worry. <laughs> right. Um. 
so we're also going to get, uh, you know, and once again, you talk about, you know, these new lands all seem to only have two rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting web slingers and then eventually the Quinjet experience. Uh, so there's only going to be one ride in uh, Avengers Campus right now, well, but I would, but you have to include Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, Mission I was Breakout. Say, there's the asterisk of, you know, um, it, it was funny because Guardians didn't really fit the California Adventure. They took over the former Tower of Terror attraction, and um, I used to tell everybody when, you know, my my love of the two parks. I thought every ride that was in both parks was better in Disneyland. And then I would throw the asterisk out there and say, but Tower of Terror. Uh, due to height requirements in the Anaheim area, they were unable to make the Tower of Terror the same. So they modified it and it didn't have the separate drop chamber, if you will, that the Tower of Terror in Florida has. So in the Florida retraction, which we're familiar with, you get in the elevator, it goes up, it does that really cool drive across the ride, gets into the drop chamber and drops. In California, they couldn't make the ride big enough to do that, so it drops and rises in the same chamber, which made it very dull. You know, you missed like the whole middle part of that, we're going to fall to our death type thing. And, uh, you know, it was rethemed into the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, so that'll actually encompass on uh, Marvel area the current ride so technically one ride is already open but it's just a retheming yes yeah and uh i guess part of the backstory is that the avengers campus is an old stark automobiles uh uh facility uh we know that uh, tony stark's father um you know was an inventor in uh, the 40s and the 50s and we we got did get to see one of his flying cars in Captain America: The First Avenger oh, when they're yeah. uh, uh, very early in the movie, and then um, you know Tony Stark's uh, one of the Stark facilities eventually becomes the Avengers Campus uh, in upstate New York, which we've seen through all of the the movies. Uh, so it's very cool thematically that they're able to draw all some of these minor, pieces together. Some minor cosmetic repairs were needed after endgame yes yes just a few they needed to read they needed to regrade some of the land there (laughs) um but uh you know that's the avengers campus is coming um it's definitely going to open in 2021 uh there's been no date of course we need california adventure to open first um and then uh and then the avengers campus will open at some point hopefully Hopefully. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. So uh, what is your favorite uh, attraction in California Adventure? I, I don't know. Tom. There's so many good ones over there. Um, you know, it's something that I'll tell you, a, a funny California Adventure attraction issue was when we went last, well, two years ago now with Amelia, the only two rides Amelia wanted to go on were Ariel's Little Mermaid attraction and Toy Story Mania. And like we were having to argue with her because it's like we we have these rides in Disney World, so let's go on the rides that aren't here in Disney, that are not in Disney World, it's only Disneyland. But as you know, arguing with three-year-olds is is not. No, there's not. You're not winning. Um, I I love, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Mission Breakout is a great ride. Again, they re-themed the Tower of Terror, but I feel like this one definitely flows better. Um, the, uh, 
and Credit Coaster. Okay. Oh, I know. Have you been on that or no? Uh, I did, I bailed on that. You bailed on that. I watched. Okay. The, I, I held drinks while the girls went on it. Okay. Okay. And then obviously Radiator Springs Racers uh, is, you know, I, I, it's between those three. I really don't, you know, uh, the other attraction I love that's, that's home there uh, is the Mike and Sully to the rescue. You that's, know, it, that's it's fun. the superstar, the old superstar uh, limo ride. That was a disaster. Right. Um, you know, and the story for those, of you who don't know the story behind that is, uh, Disney created an attraction where basically it was a paparazzi chase. Um, you know, there were, it was in development for when the park opened, there was a paparazzi chase around California and the Princess Diana event happened and they thought it would be in poor taste to design and open an attraction based on a paparazzi chase after that happened. So they rethemed it and uh, it became Superstar Limo. I think like Drew Carey, Regis Filmin, they, they had pretty, you know, uh, for the time, big celebrities that were, you know, associated with Disney as the the audio animatronics. And, but and but they, they were grotesque terrible. caricatures. They were like, yeah, they yeah. were like terrible. And, uh, it, you know, the ride didn't last long. It shut down. It's had bacon for a while. And then Disney rethemed it into a Monsters, Inc. attraction. Uh, similar to Roger Rabbit's, you know, uh, ride in Disneyland where you're in the, the you're in a taxi going through Monstropolis and it spins. And it, it, it's a very neat ride. Um, you know, and I'm trying to think, are there any other, you know, rides there? Well, you've got the original Soren. Oh, correct. Oh, you know what's another good ride that I like there is Goofy. Is it Goofy Sky School? <laughs> Which it's is a, a little coaster. mouse coaster. It's right? a mouse coaster. Mouse coaster. Yeah. Yeah. The mouse coaster. Uh, and that, you know that's a good little. It's over in the corner where like some of the carnivalish rides were, and it's a small roller coaster. It's a mouse roller coaster. Goofy Sky School. I really enjoyed that ride. All right. That is, that is a fun one. What about um, you, Tony? I, I'm going to have to go with Radiator Springs. I like all of the rides in Radiator Springs, but I think R- Radiator Springs Racers is my favorite ride in all of uh, California Adventure. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't get me wrong. Um, you, you know, to have that that much of the of, of of the Guardians in that ride, it's amazing. Right. But you know, Radiator Springs is test track on steroids. You know, you're actually racing another car. You don't know who's going to win. Um, the car it, that leads in the beginning loses. Ah, good to know. That's how the ride's programmed. It's not hard. <laughs> good good to know. Um, so, you know, when you leave there, you go to Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters, which is ridiculously funny yes. um, because they're just Italian car- cars doing Italian dances. Yes. Um, and then, of course, uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, who, who doesn't enjoy, uh, you know, spinning around in a Mater vehicle. Um, you know what you forgot to mention, Cone? What's that? Cone Queso. Cone Queso. Cone Queso. No, I, be- I believe you've uh, mentioned Cone Queso uh, okay. more than enough for both of us. This, this I'm dedicating show. this Cone Queso conversation to Billy and Buddy. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's a park that over the years has had had its issues. Um, you know, I'm looking back now, their attendance, their attendance the first year they was op- they were open was 5 million. Yeah. Then it actually dropped to 4.7 the following year. Right. Uh, in 2019, they were at 9.8 million. 
So they've, right. they've definitely come up. Yeah. Um, they've gotten it to the point now where, uh, you know, um, guest capacity, you know, 50% of the people go to California Adventure and 50% go to Disneyland. It's, yes. you know, it's finally reached the stage um, where the, the, the guests are split evenly. And I think that once Avengers Campus opens, you might get people leaning a little more towards California Adventure. I will say another thing about California Adventure. It is the only time I ever ate in a theme park and felt underdressed. Uh, really? The first, yeah, the first time we went there, I went, in, uh, I went in 2014 with Katie to run the Marvel Half Marathon. And we had uh, dinner at the car at the Carthay Circle. Carthay Circle. Uh, Carthay Circle in uh, California Adventure, and it's the only time I ever was in a, a theme park restaurant, and I really felt underdressed. Like I, I, I was it, the, the decor was very, you know, very classy, very Art Deco, and uh, the food is incredible. But I, I just it, it bothers me to this day that I felt underdressed in a theme park. Here comes Dave in his uh, tank top with the guns yes. out and his little Sun's running out, shorts. Guns out. Hello. That's right. And, um, uh, but, you know, the beauty of Disney is, uh, you know, it's all theme park casual. Right. You know, so you weren't really underdressed. No, but I felt. You did. <laughs> you did. Well, you know what? Next time, uh, I don't know, bring a you suit know, with you. You know, attraction we did forget to mention. What's that? It was the Grizzly, uh, Grizzly Peak. Grizzly Peak. It's a fun yeah, raft ride. It's a raft ride. It's fun. It's you get a, soaked, but it, you do. Um, it, it's one of the better raft rides, I, I think, that uh, Disney has. It's it's much better than what we get in Animal Kingdom. Correct. Yeah, I concur. Um, all right. What what else do we have to say about California Adventure? Happy I'm, I'm birthday. I'm just trying to think. Did we happy birthday? I'm trying to see if we we missed any of the main attractions. You know. Um, I mean, we've got some great food. It's it's the only place you can get the yellow snow cones made by the abominable snowman. It's true. Oh my god, I can tell you this right now. They have the angry dogs. They have a hot dog cart. At the award wieners? No, no, no. Oh no, the angry dogs over in uh, Pixar Pier. Yeah, I had I had the spicy angry dog one time, and it put me out of service for an entire day. (laughs) I just I couldn't recover. It was it was it hurt, you know. Um. But it, it's like I said, it's a I think it's definitely coming into its own. And it, it has that distinction of being, you know, the 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 one Disney park that missed the mark. And it, they had a reset. You know, they had to do a hard reset on it. And uh, and once they did the hard reset, they definitely uh, began to expand it and, and to do a great job of, of, of Disneying the park up. Right, and and that's I think what uh, what changed it, what changed it. Excellent. Well, I, I think that's a pretty good uh, retrospective and uh, a bit of a look forward for what we have to experience uh, with California Adventure. Um, so uh, I guess until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David, and, and we're, we're two dudes, two dudes talking, talking Disney. Disney.